Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Pilot Light, a podcast where we watch a TV show and then we agonise over whether we like it or not. My name's David and you can't tell, but I'm chain smoking the first third of a cigarette while not inhaling any of it. And I'm joined by... I'm Sam and the truth can be found by rigorous scientific testing. Uh, and I'm Joe, uh, and I think you'll find it's actually called X and the Files, Dave. <laughs> Perfect intro. So, thank you for that, Joe. This week we watched 1993's The X-Files, uh, the pilot of which aired in September of, like I said, 1993, which is a long bastard time ago, isn't it? Um, so, The X-Files is one of these, I think, Either still airing now, or most certainly had two or three seasons in the last five years. It's you know quite astounding the longevity of this TV show about aliens. Um, yeah. And it's, so, it's quite a cult cult classic as well, you know. It's very very cool, and I think it established quite a lot of the, um, you know, the things that that happen in quite a lot of later sort of sci-fi shows. Mm-hmm. So off the top. Uh, we'll start with you, Sam, because it'll be the shortest conversation. What's your history of this TV show? Have you ever watched it before? Um, I have watched it before. I haven't watched it uh, with any regularity. I think I remember watching it as a kid. My dad was into this. Um, but not since I sat down and watched it about 40 minutes ago Wonderful. did I um, really uh, explore this show, which I'm kind of sad about, but you know, we'll maybe get into... Yeah. This introduction. I think I'm going to start referring to your dad as the originator, as like the original nerd um, in yeah. my mind. Because I'm going to, it gonna... seems like he was into every nerdy thing in the 90s. He is and uh, remains. <laughs> Joke? Um, yeah, I mean, I started watching it a few months ago. It was just kind of to show that I've always kind of intended to have a look at because, um, you know, it's obviously one of the biggest TV shows. You're, you're always aware of it and kind of decided to give it a go. Uh, I love shows that have kind of almost monsters of the week, which is, um, you know, sort of X-Files down to a T, really. But um, That was nearly the name of this podcast. So nearly. What, um, Monster of the Week? Monster <laughs> of the Week, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so, and I, I think we kind of watched, started watching it at the same time, didn't we, Dave? Kind of, yeah. So, so my history is the same. Sort of, I'm aware of it largely from like Simpsons references. There's a great Simpsons reference where Mulder and Scully show up, and Scully takes out his badge, and it's actually a picture of him lying on a sofa in a in a <laughs> bathing suit, um, <laughs> and that just sticks with me. But it's a show I'm aware of, and and I think we're all aware. We, you know, we talked about cultural osmosis last week, and we will continue to use that buzzword. Like this is a TV show that everyone's aware of, even if they've never watched it. Um, and like you said, Joe, we started watching this as one of our lockdown watches, yeah. um, where we're roughly sort of, um, you know, I think we're sort of around the same place. You know, I think I, I'm at the start of season four, maybe. Yeah. So we've watched uh, seventy odd episodes of the X Files, and I'm still confused as to whether it's actually any good. I, I honestly <laughs> couldn't tell you. Um, it's something. We'll get into that because I certainly agree. Um, but from the offset, I want to talk about this actual pilot episode. So as usual, I'm going to defer to um, our man, Sam, who is going to read me a plot summary. A plot summary for this episode. Well, in The uh, the X-Files, two FBI agents, Fox Mulder, who kind of believes in UFOs, and Dennis Kelly, the skeptic, investigate the strange unexplained while hidden forces work to impede their efforts. And this episode, we see them visiting a sleepy town in, you know... That's the premise to every episode. (laughs) 
Yes, yeah. They go to a town where mysterious things and people in plaid shirts talk about mysterious things. This is Midsummer Murders with Aliens. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. The local know something's going on, but they're really secretive over it and don't you dare interfere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that literally is, literally is. <laughs> and in in this one we 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 see we see them that there's been a spate of murders and and kind of mysterious things going on. It's not clear as to who's to blame and and then it ends up it's kind of aliens maybe and well it's it's all these teenagers isn't it so yeah there's all these teenagers that are dying under mysterious circumstances and and um I guess <clears throat> let's jump off and let's talk our way through this, you know, this establishing of this series. You know, if if you if you knew nothing about this show, we jump in and it's like we're in the FBI, America, isn't it great? Um, and then we're introduced to Dana Scully, who's uh, portrayed by Gillian Anderson, um, really young Gillian Anderson, ridiculously a young, really really yeah. young Gillian Anderson, um, and. You know, Gillian Anderson, who who I think natural accent is British, even though she is half American. So it's like quite a good job she does in this, I think, at portraying an American. Anyway, we're introduced to Dana Scully. Uh, we've established that she's a doctor and an FBI agent, and she's told that she's going to be working with this fucking madman in the bowels of the building. Spooky Mulder. Spooky Mulder. Spooky. Fox Mulder, by the way, is the stupidest name I have ever heard. <laughs> it's so confusing throughout this series. Because if you miss his name at the very beginning, you're like, "What did they just say? Why are they calling him Fox?" Yeah, and throughout throughout like the series, he's like referred to as this like former FBI golden boy turned weird. Basically, um, he's kind of gone to the weird side. So they go. Dana Scully is introduced. She goes down to the literal basement where she finds Fox Mulder, who's betrayed by um, David Duchovny, um, <clears throat> and. You know, he's a bit mad and he's got glasses on and he believes in all sorts of mad things. And essentially he's like a, you know, he's the foremost expert on unexplained phenomena, essentially. And she's been sent there by his superiors to to essentially debunk him so that they can, you know, hustle him out of the FBI, I think is the idea. Yeah. Mm. This is this is the poorest um, element of this show for me, I, of this episode, sorry, is that... You you, the, you you get the characters introduced fairly well, but I don't think the premise of the show is introduced no, at all. Not at well. all no. well, I've watched it's, 70 episodes, Sam, and I think that's still the case. <laughs> it, well, you, because, because you're just like, okay, so there's this like... Is it like a, a unit? Is it like an X-Files unit, really? Kind, no, it's just... It's like a department, but it's only yeah, yeah, two of them. It's basically just this guy, isn't it? It's just yeah, Duchovny. He, who he's is... decided to look into the X-Files, and the X-Files are like unexplained cases from the FBI. And yeah. he hasn't like exactly been put on them and told, you need to do the X-Files, this is this is your job. He's just decided to do it off his own bat, and everyone's just which kind of is, gone, eh, whatever. Which is, a, which is a great way for um, to, to spend public money on you know, <laughs> <somebody> wages. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, FBI agent, you know, years of training, and he's basically looking around... Not just cold cases, but like mysterious cold cases where things um, happen that could be aliens. That, that isn't even the, the worst thing, though, Sam, because if you watch any more of it, you'll realise he doesn't actually really solve any of them. Um. We'll, we'll get into that when we get towards the end of this plot, because it is definitely a factor. This is one of the most unsatisfying series in the world because no one is ever held accountable for anything. They never catch the bad guy, and even if they do... The bad guy, they're never punished. Inevitably, the government will like cover it up so that they can do experiments or just mm-hmm. to cover it up. Um, so, 
after we were introduced to our two two lead characters, um, who I think you know I think do like a really good job portraying these characters. I especially like Julie yeah. Anderson. I think David Duchovny is like great when he's in his lane, but I'm really glad that he isn't in everything anymore. Um, because he had a real moment, sort of like towards the you know the late nineties, early, early aughts, with you know, do you remember that film Evolution with uh, Sean William Scott? Oh yeah, like he's played he's played like this sciencey sort of character quite Cal a lot. Californication. Um, so where it's established that Tukovny is the believer and Scully is the skeptic, um, which is a fun little reversal of a maybe an earlier trope where you know um, women are more fanciful and more given to believing in the extraterrestrial and the supernatural. And men have to be the sensible. No, that's obviously rubbish. Whereas in this, they turn that on their head, and and Scully is quite consistently like, you know, oh, this can't possibly be real. Unless, interestingly, sidebar here, it's about religion. In which case, they revert yeah. straight back to Scully believes in religion, and Mulder is like, no, religion can't possibly be real. But aliens <laughs> absolutely are. Aliens, yes, God. No. Aliens, yes, God. No. That's um, that's where I stand, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> so, with as usual in an episode of the X Files, they're dispatched to this small town, or rather, they dispatch themselves to this small town um, using public funds to fly themselves there to investigate uh, the this, these deaths. Um, I don't think they're necessarily murders; they're just unexplained deaths. Um, and then a load of weird shit happens, and none of it really makes sense, and none of it's really explained. If we do all uh, agree on that, and, it, and and it's all quite tropey, isn't it? That's the thing with this first episode. It, it really does like hit every single, um, uh, mis- you know, mystery horror thing that's going on. You've got like, your like we said, town. it's a small town, insular people who don't want anything. What are you doing here, boy? I mean, it's all of that. Like, definitely totally... know what's going on. They dig yeah. up a body. They exhume a body to re- investigate it, and and it's a monkey. You know, it's it's a it's a corpse of a monkey in there. It's not a person. Uh, they find an alien substance in its nose cavity. Um, and then, you know, in typical sort of like... And it's hard to know because this is so... You know, this is such an old series now. This is 27 years ago this this this, came, this was made and, and, and aired. And it's hard to know whether a lot of this... Because obviously the body is then stolen and all the evidence is then stolen. I think the lab burns down, in fact. The lab burns and down, like, yeah. It's hard to know whether this is a trope that this show made, originated. Or whether this is a trope that already existed that this show just kind of like leaned into. It's I kind think of it's... like that. I think a lot of stuff in TV now and in film now, like a lot of tropes, are derived from the X Files. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind I, of I an think... easy way out, isn't it? Oh, the building burnt down. Well, they burnt the building down, Joe. Yes. We never find out who they are. They they burnt the building down. Maybe you do later on. I don't know. I haven't got past season three and a half or whatever. But. I don't think in season five or six, Joe, they explain who burnt that building down in the first episode. <laughs> hey, you never know, but man. Honestly, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. So, what, what about the cast here? So, David Duchovny, um, Fox Mulder, and at this point in his career, it's relatively early on. Like he's not really had um, any huge roles. I don't think in, in nineteen ninety three, he's he's no, kind I don't of. Think so. He's through various different um, uh, shows. He, he's not really hitting, and this is the one where I think it all takes off for him. Um, and there we get then all those all those odd kind of um, those odd cameos in things like The Simpsons and yeah. and various other things. Well, there are. Uh, I think there are eleven seasons of the X Files stretched over the last twenty seven years, yeah. and two movies. 
that came in between like the last couple of seasons and the you know when the original run ended. So like, you know, David Duchovny, David Duchovny has been getting paid for thirty years for this. <laughs> you know, it's you can't argue with that. It's good money, isn't it? It's good mm. money. You can't and really. That's obviously Gillian Anderson is really good as well. Um, and an interesting thing is that she almost didn't get cast for this role uh, because the studio didn't think she was sexy enough. If you which can is, imagine a world in which anyone thinks Gillian Anderson isn't sexy enough, I just is mad. baffles me. And um, then I think but, at the end of the first season, uh, she 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 fell pregnant, didn't she? Mm. And they just they considered sacking her because she was pregnant. How the nineties, Jesus, Jesus Christ! How That's, very dare she? I know. But, I mean, I, I think they had. Did they, they not have a few episodes where you're saying that where she's out of it for a wee bit? But you know, yeah. it's fine. For like the almost of the entire like second season, she spent she spends like every episode or like a period of episodes abducted. Um, she gets abducted and she's just she's just not in it until the end of the season, and you're like, what's happening? And it's but like, she does she does know like she gets abducted, then she comes back, and then she's abducted again, and then yeah. she's abducted again. Um, <laughs> it's kind of what it's kind of what. Um, Having a child feels like, to be honest, a, a good abduction. That's about right, I would say. Yeah. So, but but Julian Anderson most recently um, in the excellent, excellent sex education, which is one of the my favourite things I've ever watched. Um, it's great very very show. good. It's um, it's you know it's it's one of the the best things that have been made in the last. Oh, you know, we should do that one definitely. soon. We should do that um, one soon. But she's excellent in that, and 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 you watch you watch that, and you think you know thirty years ago she was. You know, playing a thirty-year-old in a TV show, and you think, "What is you know, time is not affecting you." <laughs> um, but she's, you know, Gillian Anderson obviously is is a is a very famous actor. He's been in a lot of things and had a very you know storied career. But you know, things like this, I think the X Files again is kind of like the, you know, in terms of just the amount of film of her there is, it's all X Files. <laughs> yeah, you know, because these are hour-long episodes, twenty-five, you know, twenty-two episodes in a season. And there are eleven of them. You know, there's a lot of this. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And where this episode, where this this show comes from, I guess it's maybe in the vein of kind of Twilight Zone. You know, that's mm. that's maybe the, the the starting point, and then from there, um, I, I think it's Chris Carter, isn't it, who was the the, the kind of showrunner for this and and the creator yes. of of the yep. show, and his 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 kind of looking back at a time in. American history in particular, you know, during the kind of 1970s of of a real interest in aliens. And this seems to be a kind of a cyclical thing. Every 20 or so years, we get like a, um, a, a, a kind of interest in the supernatural and aliens seems to be a thing. And I remember in the 90s that that, that, that was also, and I think it was, must have been very much led by shows like The X-Files, where there's there's a, a huge increase in reports of abductions for some reason across across the globe and, and certainly probably all the abductions, Sam. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But so I think it comes in it comes in um, in that type of uh, that, that that type of that real kind of cultural zeitgeist of aliens and abductions and and the unknown as well, you know, and trying to kind of pin that down and and how maybe there's a reflection of of society at the time. Um, you know, the 90s, pretty chilled out compared to the hellscape we live in now and have done for the last 20 years. And so maybe there's a, a kind of reaction of like, oh, let's find, culturally, let's find something to be scared of and something to do because everything's pretty boring. Um, yeah, very much so. Um, 
it's a weird sort of show. This um, you, we talked about how you know it's hour-long TV shows tend to either have a shockingly low budget or a shockingly large budget, and and this is definitely one of the latter. Um, you know, some of the episodes of this season ser- series go. You know, the the pilot cost two million to make, which is insane for a pilot. Especially in the early nineties, yeah. In nineteen ninety three, that's quite quite a lot of belief, and I think <laughs> I, I was reading some of the trivia that the final cut wasn't finished until about two hours before it was screened for um, the executives. And yeah, at like five o'clock in the morning, something like that. Yeah, mental. Um, and it's kind of again, like we talk. It's so many shows don't make it, and I'm kind of astounded that this did, and 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 was liked because. You know, I guess we could talk about it now. Is this pilot is okay? It's an okay episode of the X Files, mm-hmm. but it isn't a great episode of TV. It's not a very satisfying story. It's not visually astounding. It's it's good, but it's not. Do you know what I mean? It's not breaking anything down and 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 really moving TV forward and at all. You know, and it's kind of a tricky one, really. Like, I mean, obviously, maybe you're the best person, Sam, because you've not watched as much of this. Your your opinion of this is maybe going to be a bit fresher. Yeah, well, I, that I definitely agree. Like, I I was I was watching this, but I was I, I kind of had to split it up um, just to to get it in today, and I wasn't really like super drawn drawn in. It wasn't a show that I I put down everything just to yeah to to finish. And I think the ending is a good the ending is a good place to start. I think for almost of this show, where basically we we get a scene where there's lots of bright lights, and it, you know we don't never we never necessarily see the aliens or any kind of abduction or anything like that. But what we do get is um, a kind of resolution to the, some of the characters who live in the town. We then go back to the FBI base, and um, Scully's talking to the chief. You know the FBI, her boss, basically, and and and, the, and the, he says, you know, what do you want me to do about this? Like, who am, who am I going to prosecute? With we're, we're we're not we're not like some we're not Scooby Doo going around in a van looking for mysteries. We're like, give me something to do. Like we're we're the Federal Bureau Bureau of Investigations, and we need to be prosecuting people. I can't prosecute anyone. You have no evidence that other than this little piece of metal. Which was up someone's nose. Other than that, that's it. <laughs> what do you want to do about this? And I kind of like, um, I was kind of going like, I agree with him. This is a total waste of time. I would not believe her either. And usually, in these type of shows, you get that really frustrating thing where everyone goes, "Oh, you're crazy, man! Shut up! What are you talking about?" And and it's clear to the audience. If only someone would just believe them, then they would, they would be you know justified. But I'm the whole time going, these people are fucking nuts. How how are they spending all of this time and money, you know, like looking for things that clearly aren't there, even though we saw something, you know, and, and that's of, maybe it's the kind tease, of the, bed, the bedrock of this show, and 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 I think that like you said, mate, I think you said earlier, Sam, that this episode does leave you thinking like maybe I need to watch more of this, and I guess if that's enough to get you to watch more of this show, then it's done its job, but it's in quite an unconventional way, I think. Yeah. It's and not even, like that was amazing. I want to watch more. It's yeah. Oh, what, what's going on? Is this yeah. good? Even <laughs> even even Gillian, Gillian Anderson though, like her character, so Scully is even sort of skeptical of Mulder up until the point where she like. So basically, part of the, like the mystery is there's these weird marks on people's backs, and they go out to these woods to to kind of investigate, and then they come back to um, 
the hotel and she finds some spots on her back and she like basically she's petrified and he like looks at them for her and goes no they're just mosquito bites and then after that point she just basically falls in with everything he says more or less she still is a bit skeptical but you, you know she like she's no longer at the point like the rest of the FBI who are like oh, I just spooky Mulder just being weird sort of thing and she it now like kind it, of it, continues it, like that doesn't it I yeah think, Joe you basically know, you know she'll start an episode off being really skeptical and by the end of the episode he'll have basically won around yeah. But she she's never actually the one that sees any of the like weird things happen. It's always like they, it's always just um, Mulder who like manages to like see the monster as it as it as the monster or whatever. She's always he, just around the other side of the corner. Mulder commits so many crimes throughout yeah. this series run. Um it's kind of maddening and um but yeah, I think that's a fair, fair comment on the pilot Joe and it's you know, it's it's always Mulder sort of like driving the plot and and wanting to see these things, and so mm. he finds them, and and you know sometimes it feels very convenient that like it's him that's gone to investigate and it's him that's seen it, and Scully's mm-hmm. like, well, I haven't got any evidence for this, you know, like science, like where's the, where where's the evidence, where's the science, and like, and she kind of sticks with that even after she's abducted and she's seen all this weird stuff, yeah. she's still like. Quite reasonably, no, like, right? I don't believe you. I want to believe you, Mulder, but like, show me some evidence. Like, show me some, show me some DNA. Show me, show me some footage. Show me some, like, you know, forensic evidence. Like, you know, show me a body. Like, I need, you know, prove it to me, as opposed to just taking him on faith, which I think is a really important reason why their relationship is fun to watch, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a cornerstone of this, because, like you said, really, we've only got two characters in this that that appear in every episode. Yeah. And I actually think that the show kind of almost suffers because of that, because there isn't that kind of element of other cast members and a bit of a B-plot in all of the, the episodes. It's just that one main plot, focusing on Mulder, focusing on Scully. You know, there are other characters. Obviously, there's um, there's um, Skinner. Um, and Skinner, then, the, the, there's the nerds. Yeah, and then there's your favourite character, the cigarette-smoking man who doesn't actually know how to smoke a cigarette. Um, well, I have an interesting bit of trivia about that, Joe. Um, which I'm sure I've told you before. So the the guy who who plays cigarette smoking man, who, who infuriatingly never gets an actual name, um, <laughs> he's always just cigarette smoking man. Uh, he appears in like almost every episode of this as kind of like this sort of like arch enemy, and he's always in the background pulling strings and trying to have Mulder murdered. Quite and a not lot. smoking cigarettes. And yeah. and he's always got a cigarette in his mouth or lighting a cigarette, but he only ever like smokes the first little, you know, the little tip of it. And then puts it in an ashtray so it's smoking. And, and, and the trivia is basically that the actor who portrayed Cigarette Smoking Man um, was a former smoker. Um, he quit smoking for his health <laughs> after being a, a smoker for most of his life. And the studio said, you know, either we can give you fake cigarettes, you know, that, that you know, you don't actually, do you know what I mean? They look like you're smoking them, but it's not actually that. Or we can give you like, it's like, it's not tobacco. And you can, you basically smoke like a cigarette, but, you know, just don't inhale it and he said oh well give me the herbal stuff so he's not smoking real cigarettes he's smoking like a herbal cigarette which is why he never ever inhales so he's not Mm. smoking properly and it's a really daft thing to be upset about but like both of my parents are smokers and when you're a smoker you're sucking on that cigarette like it's a lifeline you know and that is not how cigarette smoking man smokes no he smokes a little bit of a cigarette and and just exhales it all to create this effect of smoking and it's a really like obviously the script said you know, we need, we need, you know, he's, right, he's a cigarette smoking man, but like it just, it, it jars every time you see it it's and he's right. in it for so long. He is. It's yeah. okay. It's okay, man. It's all right. It's Don't wasting worry about all it. those cigarettes, man. Cigarettes Don't worry are about expensive. It. Thing, things I liked about <laughs> this 
um, pilot. I liked the chemistry between the two main actors, uh, the company mm-hmm. and um, uh, Anderson. Anderson. I think they're actually really, really suited together. And I, I think there's a nice bit well, this, at the start. They're kind of a bit antagonistic, and and he, she's obviously very skeptical of him. And he's mm-hmm. a bit of a dickhead as well. Like he, yeah. you know, he comes across yeah. as as bit of a know-it-all, bit of a know-it-all, yeah, quite arrogant, and and he's talking about stuff that is clearly a bit bonkers, and um, is 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 almost appalled that no one believes of the the obvious truth that he's right about <laughs> these aliens or whatever. And actually, that's like a perfect thing because um, I think I I read somewhere that Anderson and Duchovny for the first few seasons didn't actually get on with each other at all, as like personally. Mm. Um, and then you kind of get some of do. that, don't you, in the, yeah. in the early early episodes? They, they, um, they do. They do now. Like sort of, it took them a few seasons, but like initially, they really didn't get on. Um, and I think that often helps with with shows like this, yeah. where you've got you know you you, you kind of need that tension because because they're not supposed to like each other. That yeah, that frustration you could almost see, you know. And I think it's well done. And I think there's this, but but then you get to a nice point in the episode where um, she becomes. Um. Uh, she, she's she's worried about you know being abducted, and she runs into the room, and and you kind of see like a moment of vulnerability um, mm-hmm. with her, and and that's I I I like I like that I like that kind of insight, and you're seeing that development of of the characters together and trust in yeah. in, in an interesting way, and he's also he also is quite worried about her when when they're in the final kind of scene at the end, so. It, it's kind of good now. I assume that progresses as the show goes on. You know? Yeah, we'll get into it in a minute. But yeah, um, anything else you liked, Sam? Before we move on to somebody else, um, anything else I liked? Anything <laughs> else? Um, I think maybe some of the. Uh, no, I can't really think of anything too much. <laughs> Come <laughs> cool. back to me. I mean, there might be a couple. Joe. And obviously um, you've watched more of this, but anything in this pilot episode that you, you know, or the series at large that you just really like about a TV show? Um, I mean, uh, again, I think it does a really good job in this this episode of um, introducing the characters. And like Sam says, I think they really do have a really good kind of connection. And that that's basically the strongest point probably of the series is probably that relationship between Mulder and Scully. Which is good because there aren't really any other characters to base the show on. So, um, if they if they were weak characters and didn't, then I think you'd be really really struggling. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, the the things I don't like about the episode would be the fact that I think it's just a bit all over the place. There's so much going on. It doesn't really have like a set storyline. I wouldn't have say it said it's kind of a little bit all over the place. Is it aliens? Is it not? Yeah, it's just a little bit too confusing for a pilot, personally. It's, it's not very clear, is it? And, and no. And most of the episodes in this series are quite like this, to be honest. Like you yeah. very rarely get a decent explanation of what's happened, and or you know exactly what's going on, or who's responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this, but you kind of need that in a pilot. You kind of needed the pilot to maybe be like a, you know, a little bit supernatural, but maybe not quite this supernatural, and maybe like yeah. it sets up. Scully and, and um, Mulder being a bit more, you know, the antagonism between them, but being like maybe Scully feels like she's been proven right by the end of it, you know, or maybe, yeah. or maybe, you know, Mulder feels that, you know, Scully has, you know, is a valuable addition to his quote unquote department. And you kind of don't get it. It's not a very satisfying conclusion to this episode. 
And again, I think that's mainly that's very much just how this series is, and that's it fine. Is. But yeah. like for a pilot episode, on on a, on the basis of you want people to tune into this, you want them to watch it, you want them to think that was really really good. I'm going to watch it next week, and I'm going to tell all of my friends to watch it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, on their house phone or when I see them down the shop because the <laughs> internet doesn't exist. The the thing is though, that if, if it doesn't have an ending like this episode, then you need to eventually have a feeling that the, the series is going somewhere or something, you, you know, and then this like, you know, we're now, th- I'm three and a half series in and it's literally just exactly the same. There's no explanation. There's nothing really happening. Every season there's like one or two episodes where there's some sort of like alien plot um, where you know Mulder finds out evidence. There's evidence of an alien aliens existing, and the government are trying to cover it up. It's a race against time between who can get there first, and Mulder always loses out. And there's just no real kind of. There doesn't really seem to be an end game coming anywhere. You know, it's just all it's... always just kind of like nothing happens. So I looked into this a little bit because um, I would I would largely agree, Joe. And it's it's very much every episode is a monster of the week episode, which, to be honest, like I love and I would be yeah, quite happy and I to enjoy just that. have. 11 seasons of monster of the week until they've run out of ideas and we can stop i don't really need all this alien conspiracy nonsense i can you can get no i don't enjoy that. the alien episodes dreadful but yeah. essentially it's like the the way it's referred to is is certain episodes and usually it's towards the end of a season beginning of the next one move forward the quote-unquote x-files mythology mm-hmm. and that's to do with the alien conspiracy and, and presumably where you've gotten to and i guess spoilers for this 27 year old tv show <laughs> but we find out in Dribs and Drabs that there are aliens on Earth. Um, they are infiltrating Earth with the plan of some sort of like you know colonization. In I think twenty twelve is the date we're given. Eventually, I haven't gotten this far, but I was, I was again I was reading into it earlier. Um, but that's for me. That is the least interesting part of this show. I really really enjoy yeah, all I don't, the I don't care. all the yeah. supernatural episodes, mm-hmm. um, and I really don't enjoy most of the alien stuff. Um, you know, like the possession is, episodes, and like, which is pretty. <laughs> I mean, Christ, this is this is a show, principally, well, at least in the pop culture about aliens, and we don't enjoy the aliens episode. But, but I think that's a bit fundamentally a, a, a bit of a problem, is it not? Not, not really, the, the, Joe. The, the, Joe, the, go on. Uh, the, the the reason I think that the problem that I have with the alien episodes is they are exactly the same, like literally exactly the same. It's it's literally you know proof of alien life exists. Mulder races to get there, beaten by the government, or they get something on him, and then he has to turn it over, or it gets destroyed. And that's literally it. every single one <laughs> that I've seen. And there's about six episodes so far in the three and a half seasons I've watched, maybe more. Yeah. And that's, you it. Are, that's you literally are right, it. Joe. What happens is Mulder goes goes rogue, and he commits all sorts of crimes and murders and yeah. all sorts. Um, <laughs> here's something just just briefly while it's occurred to me. Um, they introduce family members for Mulder and Scully. Um, seemingly in an episode just to then have them killed off to create some kind of tension. Um, So far, Mulder's dad, um, his mum's in the hospital, Scully's sister and Scully's dad um, all being murdered because the episode demanded some sort of stakes. Scully's dad is is introduced and killed in the very same episode, isn't he? Absolutely, I think so. Um, and, And like... And that's fine, but I think the strength of this series is 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 that episodic nature. And whenever they try and have like a multi-episode arc, it kind of falls down. And when they try and move the story forward with the aliens, they kind of keep, like I said, Joe, they keep going back to that same story. Like, oh, Mulder's found something. 
he's going to go and find it and Scully's going to say, don't go and find it. And then mm-hmm. the cigarette smoking man's going to outmaneuver him. And then, you know, the FBI is going to have to like hush it all up. And, you know, um, there's several times when him and uh, Mulder and Scully are like, you know, being hunted by the government. And, and, and at the end of the episode, essentially, you know, Skinner or somebody else will like make some sort of dirty deal to let them back in and they'll be back in the FBI for the next episode just investigating crimes. And it's all a bit like, you know, like they're slammed on the brakes and being like, right, well, we we don't have an alien plot for next week, so we need to do something else. So we need to very quickly reset. And it's kind of like, well, actually, you know, maybe, maybe again, the strength of it would be to get rid of all that and just have these episodes every week and not have like a continuing plot line. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, each their own, I suppose. Uh, can I, can I, go on, Joe. I was just going to say, and again, I think the part of the problem with it is because there are literally like no other main characters, and I think that's really what this show struggles from, as much as anything. So many other TV shows, like pretty much every other TV show you, you think of, how many can you think of where there's basically only two real cast members who have a screen? You know, most of the series will have like a B plot involved in every episode. X Files has none of that. There's no B plot at all, really. Um, and it just means that you know all of it is on Mulder and Scully, and I think it, it, that that's possibly part of the issue with it. It's a lot to ask from the actors. Um, yeah, and and it, this is what I'm saying. It works for the Monster of the Week episodes because they can get a guest star in to be the baddie. Yeah, and and you know, for instance, there's an episode where uh, Jack Black and Giovanni Giovanni Ribisi are like mm. the, the bad guys in it. You know, um, and and a ton of other people that you recognise and like. They can get a guest star in who's well known who can do like an electric performance as an evil villain, and they can they can just beat that villain and then the episode's over and we move on. And then when you have an episode with the FBI and cigarette smoking man and there's just not a lot of substance to it. Do you know what I mean? And like I said, Joe, they aren't main cast enough to really no. for you to really care about any yeah. of the other characters. Yeah, you you need somebody to kind of take some kind of your attention or something else to be going on to kind of keep you interested, and you get none awesome. of that. Speaking of of kind of of the the relationship between those two characters and them being the main ones, there's there's some funny stuff, and this is kind of more why I'm in, what I'm interested around this show, and some of the stuff I do I'd heard of already, um, is the kind of like '90s fandom, early internet. This is really early internet, Usenet yeah. groups, listservs, and stuff like that, where it, it's probably one of the earliest shows to kind of bring in those. Um, that kind of digital culture, that, that digital fan culture, which I think is quite interesting. And there's a funny thing about um, the, the 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 kind of debate around whether or not Mulder and Scully were ever going to develop a relationship. And and this is this is just a great element of like the internet, something that you wouldn't necessarily have had before. But there's a there was a kind of uh, a, a, a internet um, war between the shippers as in relationshipers, hoping for romantic <laughs> or Jesus. sexual partnership. I know. And then there's, and then you love this, the no romos. <laughs> <laughs> who who didn't like the idea of, of No, that. I want Tony Romo to, to, to narrate that sex. Yes. <laughs> He'd be Please tell me Romo well. was, the, was the head of that sect, yeah. Please tell me. In so between the, quarterbacking, you know. Yeah, the, 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 no, the no romos, I think, were... were were very much on the side of Carter, the, the showrunner, who was who was not really interested in exploring um, that romantic um, uh, kind of plot between the two. And I think I think that's probably. I mean, I'm, obviously, I, I don't really necessarily know how that plays out, but I think that's probably a better choice. But I think it really does um, 
get it really does get to the the kind of the the core of of the popularity of this show as as being very very cult but then probably expanding a little bit into into the broader world but still retaining that real like nerdy subculture yeah. you know all of the conventions all of the cosplaying um i think that the, super kind of, super cheap cosplay yeah yeah, yeah absolutely the yeah. cheapest most ill-fitting 90s suit and a bad haircut you're done cut your hair sorry i was just gonna say you can you can totally see from this show kind of like the the early kind of ideas for shows like buffy the vampire slayer and things like that you know it almost set the the, the dna is the there isn't it Jeff? yeah yeah for stuff like that um, you know so. this this series can occasionally be funny and it can occasionally be like you know, it, it can be creepy, it can be scary. There are episodes I've skipped. That's one that like cockroaches that I was just like, Nope. I and, watched you that. Know, good good call, Mick on skipping yeah. the day. Yeah. There's a lot of like varied episodes here and I kind of like that about a TV show where you can kind mm. of and again I think you're right, Sam, and that I, I'm definitely probably a probably a no Romo. Um you know, right. although get more Tony Romo in here, I want to be clear there. Yes, um, on this podcast, in fact, get, think... get, get, get Tony Romo involved in this. I mean, sure, he'd be on board. <laughs> I think, I think, Tony, if you're listening, paying him too much money, but okay. If yeah, you're if listening, you're one of the, Tony like, Romo, people that please listen, get in yeah. touch. I'd love for you to be my dad. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're one of the twelve people that listen to this, yeah, please <laughs> that high. <laughs> but I, I think it, I think it does. It fits in again back to that nineties. I think about some of the alien movies in the nineties. You've got like. Men in Black, Independence Day, Contact, uh, all the Star Trek species. Like, there's all these films that came in the 90s. I think this is really kind of it crystallized that in a way that I think Mm -hmm. probably um, maybe maybe 90s movie alien movies in the 90s wouldn't have been so successful without the X Files. You know, and and it definitely relaunched the thing, didn't it? And I think it's it's. The reason for that is because it, it takes it quite seri- seriously in, in, in its own universe. Mm, like, yeah. we don't really get, you know, we don't really get, like, car- any cartoony aliens. We don't ever really see an alien. Or I certainly haven't seen an alien in 75 episodes. No, not um, really. No. So it's kind of like you see bits <laughs> and things, and there are, you know, autopsies that we kind of see and kind of don't. And mm-hmm. and, and there's quite a lot of good practical effects in this. It's quite horror-y. I don't think it's scary most of the time, but I think... You know, it's definitely a bit gory, and I think in '93 for you know primetime TV, I think this is maybe something that was very different to what was airing. And, the truth you know, is out there. Maybe the truth is out there, and that's maybe why it's like got the fan base that it's got is because yeah. it struck at a time when like nothing else like this was on the air. Yeah, and it, 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 it literally, I, I think that it, it's because it is almost like the the original for this type of TV show. There's quite a few comes in to mention Buffy, but there's others, you know, I mean, I've not seen it, but Supernatural, for example, things like that. You know, they all kind of, you can very much see the kind of impact that X-Files almost has on it. The monster of the week idea and that sort of a thing. Um but but yeah, I mean, we've kind of covered it again. We've we've kind of we're watching it, and I'll continue to watch it because it's one of those where it's not it's not bad enough to make me want to stop. But it's also <laughs> kind of one of those where I'm watching it. I'm kind of sat there and I'm like, do I want to keep watching this? So it's it's really you strange. Guys have too much time. Yeah. Too much time. Very much so. Um, I do not have the the patience or the hours in the day to watch anything that I'm not completely. Well, I would suggest. <laughs> Because my opinion of this is very much like Joe's. I still don't know if this is a... It's, I don't think this is a great TV show. It certainly no. isn't in the first three and a half seasons I've watched. However, 
I don't think it's a bad TV show. No. And there are maybe, and I know this is going to sound horrible, but I really mean this as a compliment, there are perhaps four or five truly excellent episodes of TV in the first three seasons of this show. Like, truly, truly excellently written and directed and filmed and performed episodes of TV that are, you know, some of the... some the one, the one that jumps to my mind is the episode where they're in the North Pole somewhere and they're on this Arctic science, science base and it's... Um, there's this, you know, creature that's that's um, inhabiting the people and infecting them, and it's basically mm-hmm. the thing, and it's and it's and it's wonderfully, wonderfully done. So it doesn't feel like it's ripping off the thing so much as like paying homage to it. And mm-hmm. and there are episodes like that occasionally in the X Files, and I think that's what the medium allows them to do, which they can really just go for it and and produce a horribly over budget but like really, really fantastic and long-lasting, and you can watch it 30 years later and enjoy it, episode mm-hmm. of TV, and I think that's that's maybe the legacy of this TV show, rather than yeah. the worst episodes or the more forgettable episodes, or, to be quite honest, this pilot. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I think possibly possibly the way to, 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 to describe it would be it's a defining TV show. Yes. Um, yes. yes. Yeah. Not, not necessarily in all the ways that are good, you know, mm-hmm. but defining yeah. in terms of, like, putting the flag down as to Here's here's something that 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 works, and here's something that was successful and and really captured yeah. a moment in time for for nineties yeah nineties America. There we go. We done with the yeah. X Files. I think we're yeah. done. Um, yeah. So I'm, we, I've I've stopped asking, but I mean, obviously, Joe and I have continued to watch this, Sam. And I suppose would you keep watching this based on watching no. the pilot? No, no, no. <laughs> that was quick. Good. I'd like Good. to. Fair. I'd like to. Like it's I get fair. the idea, but again, I just don't have the, I don't have the time to invest in a show that's that's maybe as slow as this, you know, and that's and that's on me as well in terms of other things I could be doing. But yeah, I think I'll be I'll that's, be going on back to YouTube to watch. Ab- ten absolutely videos. cannot cannot blame you. Yeah, absolutely. That's cannot. fair. Um, so that's enough on Creepy Mulder. Um, but next week we should be watching Sam. Um, I think we're going to watch Captain Scarlet and the Mysterons because who doesn't love puppets, the 1960s, and science fiction? Every, it's, it's got everything you need. I will reserve judgment. It's it's yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think we'll we'll get into like general puppetry, uh, Thunderbirds and Joe 19, all those other things. But I think this is a show that is. Is it holds up pretty well? I was watching recently. I think it's it's interesting TV. It's kids TV as well, so let's give it that. Um, but I think there's there's something to there's a good well, discussion to be. I'm having. excited to watch it and to talk about it next week. Um, so thank you again, Joe, and um, Sam. No thanks for you whatsoever. Um, you're like <laughs> a podcast slave at this point. But we <laughs> will speak to you all next week. See you later. See you later.